Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host for the show. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to take a look at what you can do or what the signs are if you believe that your kid is a bully. Let me ask you something as a parent. How do you feel when you get a phone call from the school and they're telling you that your child's been involved with disrespect or irresponsibility, poor attitude, they're not turning in their work, they're just absolutely cutting up in school and at times they could be an administrator's worst nightmare. How do you feel about that? Do you like it? Or better yet, what's your first response to this situation? Do you look for reasons why this is happening? Do you blame? Do you blame the school? Do you blame other kids? Do you feel like a failure? And sometimes do you feel like you're You're being disciplined instead of your kid. Well, what I can tell you is, you're not alone if you think any of those things. The problem comes in when a parent wants to be a loudmouth and justify their kid's behavior and come into school and start blaming everybody and give the school no support whatsoever and believe their kid is Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. That's where the problem comes in. And oftentimes, this type of parent unwittingly will intimidate teachers and maybe even administration, and I'm just going to share a scenario here with you. Let's just say a child comes up to a teacher and says, 
Hey, teacher, Johnny's been bullying me. And you look at the, the child and say, okay, I'll take care of it. And I'm simplifying this. You get on the phone and you call the parent. And the report is that Johnny is bullying another kid. And you say, hello, Mr. Parent, I got a report that your son has been bullying another boy, Timmy will say. And the parent on the phone says, oh yeah? Well, let me tell you something. My son was bullied two weeks ago and nobody did anything about it. And oh, by the way, did you see it? And until you have evidence that it actually happened, don't call back. Parent hangs up. Next day rolls around. Same kid comes up to you and says, Johnny's still bullying me. And unwittingly, this teacher may say, oh, please go on, sit down, don't be a tattletale. And that kid who was the bully, who actually did bully Timmy, now has more clout in that classroom than ever before. And the other kids will pick up on that because you have now made a, a new set of rules for that kid. And parents have a way of doing that. They have a way of making sure that their kid is not held responsible for things that they're doing. And if they are held responsible, they're just given a slap on the wrist and everybody knows that nothing really happened. And this is some of the stuff that goes on in school today. And parents who are called and they are informed that their child might be a bully, okay, have a hard time with it, and they start to justify their kid's behavior. They start to say, well, what did the other kid do? And they start to find a way to shift this blame right to the victim. And with that type of model, the bully then finds a way to shift the blame to the victim as well, and it's never his or her fault. This is the manipulation that bullies use. This is the power that they use. They want to have power. They want to have control. They figure out ways to blame others. And they put everyone in a position where mom or dad will intimidate the teacher or the administration. Do you know why parents come into school and argue with the school teachers and administration? You know why? Because somewhere deep down inside, they know that they can win the argument with the school, but they'll lose the argument at home with their kid. They've lost control of their kid at home. The kid's involved with bullying and probably a lot of other behavioral issues. So, number one, if you want to know if your kid's a bully, he justifies his behavior, and I'm sorry to say he may have gotten that from his mother or his father.
Number two, they have crummy friends who act aggressively. You know, bullies don't have any friend shortage. There's a lot of people that want to hang around with a bully. You know why? Because they don't want to get bullied themselves. That's why they hang around with the bully. And you have different types of, of um, behaviors that are associated with the bully. You know we have a bully. You know you have a bystander. But then you have these kids who hang with the bully who are collaborators. They collaborate with the bully to find ways to bully other people. It's kind of like, you know, Frankenstein and the Dr. Frankenstein and Igor, you know, and Igor finds the body parts. The collaborator finds the other victims for the bully. This is what goes on. I'm giving you the blue collar, down and dirty stuff right now because no one wants to talk about this. My website is called The Bullyproof Classroom. My graduate course is called The Bullyproof Classroom. I know what parents do. And quite frankly, they need to grow up and they need to learn how to discipline their kids and maybe bullying will slow down a little bit. Number two, ask yourself, do my kids or does my son or daughter have friends that act aggressively? So number one, do they justify their behavior? Number two, do they have friends that act aggressively? If so, your kid could be a bully. And I want to tell you something, mom and dad. If this stuff is going on, you need to get involved and you need to make sure that your kid knows that you're running the show, not him. Because I've seen situations where kids who are bullies or kids who are control freaks, they run the house. And mom and dad are afraid to give them bad news because they don't want to deal with the reaction. Whether it be when they're young, they start screaming and hollering, or, or when they're older, they start a fight with their mother or father and walk out, and you lose control of the kid, and the next time you hear from them, the police have them. Kids who are bullies are also overall behavior problems. They're overall behavior problems. They don't just bully. They're late to school. They're disrespectful to the teacher. They're rude. They're discourteous. They're sneaky. They lie. They cheat. They do everything under the sun. And when you get calls, when you get calls from the school to your home, you better believe that there, if there's even a shred of truth to what the school tells you your son or daughter did, you better believe it and stop arguing with the school because that's the stuff that, that is affecting the way those teachers and administration are dealing with your kid and maybe other kids in the school 
And that's the reason why schools have so many bullies. Schools are being turned upside down today, and there's problems across the board. If parents supported the school, we wouldn't have this problem. And if they admitted that they failed in their ability to discipline their own children and worked with the school to try and make sure that the kid behaved in school, there wouldn't be a problem. So, they're overall behavior problems. The next thing is, what type of home are they coming from? Are they coming from violent homes? Does mom and dad fight with one another? Do they fight with each other? Could there be abuse, alcoholism, or anything like that going on in your home? If, in fact, any of that is going on in your home, there's a chance that the kid is wearing your stress and is taking it to school with them and acting out on other kids. And if you're from what was called years ago a closed house, you want everyone to believe that your house, your home, your family is like Ozzie and Harriet or Leave it to Beaver. But guess what? There's all kinds of violence and problems and abuse going on in there that you don't want anybody to know. So ask yourself, does my kid come from a violent home? Now, here is something I want to talk to you about. If you take a victim of bullying who has not learned how to have productive conflict, has not learned how to cooperate even though they disagree, remember, a productive conflict is nothing more than a child or an adult drawing a boundary. And they have to leave enough space in a conversation for a disagreement. And at a young age, and I've shared this a hundred times, kids need to be taught to say, stop, knock it off when they're bullied. They have to start to draw the boundary. Now, let's just say that victim doesn't have that opportunity doesn't have the fortitude, was never taught to say it, and they continue to get bullied. Guess what? They grow up and they're pretty angry people. I'll share it again. You never heard of a bully going in and shooting up a school. It's always the victim. Now you have an adult who may get married, may have kids of his own, and he takes that anger and bitterness out on his wife or her or uh her husband doesn't have to only be male i'm just generalizing here and the model that the kids get is that i get what i want through fear and intimidation the minute kids realize that what bullying can get them what they want they start to use it as a form of control. If they've watched dad or mom control the family their whole life, that's what they're going to do. So as adults, I'm suggesting here as parents, you evaluate the type of environment you were raised in and determine if in fact you were affected by that environment 
And if, in fact, you are using that type of control on your children or on your spouse, because your kids are going to pick up on it, they're going to go to school. And let me tell you something, angry people don't agree real well. So when the school calls you up and says, hey, your kid's bullying or your kid's acting up, okay, you're going to go to school and you're going to start to fight and you're going to argue for your child's weaknesses. And before you know it, the kid believes that what he has done is okay. So kids who are bullies, they've experienced it firsthand. They've seen it. They know what it looks like. And they know how to use it. Next thing. Brothers or sisters in the home are a perfect place for an angry kid to take out his anger and his rage. So my suggestion here is to pay attention. Pay attention to the inner workings of the, the children that are in your home, your children. And don't say, hey, you guys work it out. They don't know how to work it out sometimes. You've got to get involved. And I'm going to say something. You may have to take sides because some ki- one of the children may be bullying the other. And we have heard story after story of kids who were neglected, abused, bullied in the home. The parents poo-pooed it, you know, and sometimes even the parents will say, well, you had a great upbringing. Well, and you feel like saying, well, what house were you raised in? So the idea here is if you got to pay attention to what's happening to the kids that are going on in the home. Kids who are bullies will act aggressively toward other kid toward their brothers and sisters. And if you see it, you gotta put a stop to it because it's carrying right over into school. And if you don't stop it in the home, they're gonna think it's okay. So one of the things you gotta pay attention to is are your are the children, is one of the kids in the home acting aggressively toward their brother or sister, or maybe maybe acting aggressively to a friend, toward a friend when they come over. And and you don't have to, you know, be t- too snoopy about it. When friends come over to the home, you just watch and see how they're interacting. Now, here's my last warning sign that your kid might be a bully. We live in a multicultural world. You don't have to go far. You can watch the news. Fox, MSNBC, CNN, constantly talking about problems at the border, Problems with other races, religions, creeds, nationalities. Problems with, um, you know, other countries. Well, parents spend a lot of time 
talking about that stuff in school. And by the way, Fox is not a news outlet. CNN is not a news outlet. And MSNBC is not a news outlet. They are there for entertainment. They bring their commentary. They don't give you the news. They give you their slant on the news. And parents hear this stuff and they form an opinion based upon the, the, the news that they heard that day or the commentary that they heard that day. And they start talking about different races, religions, creeds, and so on. And we got a lot of differences in the country right now. And what happens? They start complaining, hollering about others. Their kids go to school and they're intolerant toward other kids who are different. Different ethnic backgrounds, genders, disabilities, sexual orientation, all of the above, they just show no tolerance for anything or anyone that's different. And it will be a dull, war dull world when everyone is the same. Bullies bully for two reasons. Weakness and difference. And when differences are in one place and you have them in schools across the country, if you have a few intolerant kids because of what they got from the home and they're in school, they will wreak havoc on others who don't think, act, or say things the way they or don't see things the way they others the way the bully sees them there's a lot of work to be done in this country folks in terms of dealing with difference i just gave you a few heads ups here in terms of how you can recognize it if your kid's a bully and mom or dad i will tell you right now don't put yourself in a position of denial. And if you hear or see something, you own it. And if they're your children, the school needs help with them. And if they're bullies, you got to put a stop to it right now. And don't argue with the school if they give you a report that your son or daughter bullied someone. This is your job. The school is there and they look after your kids. The school is a microcosm of society. And if there's, if your kids are getting out of line, if their behavior indicates that they are a bully, you have to do something about it. Because the school's going to do it. And sometimes the consequence that the school imposes, parents don't like. They want to fight to get the consequence overturned. And I have had it with that stuff. Do your job in the home. And start when the kids are two. They're your kids. you got to recognize certain warning signs. And you got to raise them to be kids of character. 
strong, tolerant, empathic kids who can go forward in this world and make sure, make sure that they treat everyone with kindness and respect. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. I thank you for the time that you spent with me. I hope that you got something out of this. I know I may have been a little tough on parents, but please, I'm a parent, and I know when I have to put my foot down. I've got daughters that are in their 20s, one's close to 30. I have another daughter that's nine. I've raised kids. I have another child here with me. And the bottom line, the bottom line is, I know what needs to be done, and I'm not going to blame my kids for everything, but I'm certainly not going to let them get away with stuff, and I know, and I do know when I'm being manipulated. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please visit my website. Please. You will find a ton of stuff there that you can use either as a parent or a teacher to help you deal with the bullying epidemic in schools. We, got a, we have a free uh, unit plan there right now on resilience. We've got pod courses. Can you believe this? Pod courses. It's a podcast that you can take a course off of. You get one hour of professional development credit. You listen to the podcast. You download the lecture notes. Take advantage of this stuff. Read the articles. And you will discover that you're going to make a difference. There's plenty of things there that you can use to make a difference in your home and in your school. My name's Jim Burns. Thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.